0: Welcome to the Eye on the U podcast, the Miami Herald, Miami Hurricanes podcast. I'm David Wilson. I'm joined, as always, on the other line by Susan Miller-Degnan, our Hurricanes beat writer here at the Herald. Susan, what's going on?
1: Well, I'm not in the Pacific Northwest. Even, yeah. though, even though I'm wearing a Portland a Portland t-shirt, <laughs> uh, I am in the Northeast, in kind of up the elevation a little bit in Westchester, New York, about an hour north of... Uh, of New York City with my in-laws, my family, my grandchildren are coming, about 20 of us, uh, no, about 26 of us. My husband's cooking Thanksgiving dinner. It's going to be, it smells so good in here right now. <laughs> anyway, it's all is well.
0: Well, uh, I'm, I'm back here in Miami and obviously uh, <laughs> we'll both be in the building on on Saturday um, for Miami Pitt. Actually, my first Miami game in, in a, quite a while that I'll be at, um, but yeah. Um, it's an important one, obviously for Miami sitting at five and six, need a win to make a bowl game. Obviously want to send the seniors out with a win on senior day. Um, Miami has not missed a bowl game since what was it? 2007. Other Uh, than
1: last year because of COVID. Yeah.
0: Has not has qualified for a bowl game every year since 2007. Exactly. Uh, So yeah, a big one coming this weekend. Uh, obviously, um, coming off a win against Clemson, I would say an unsurprising loss to Clemson um Miami uh I don't think either of us thought had a, a shot in that game although they kind of did in the fourth quarter if the offense had not been absolutely horrific 98 yards a third fewest in a game in in Miami history um there have yeah. been there have been some bad years in Miami history um so obviously that wasn't great they had it within two touchdowns with uh about 13 minutes to go with the ball too and then She couldn't do anything with it. Clemson pulls away in the end. Um, Weirdly for a game that Miami kind of got crushed in, I would say uh, closer than the final score indicated uh, than that 40 to 10, one of the better, you know, it's pretty low bar, but it's pretty much as well as they have played Clemson in in the last, uh, basically like since Clemson became a superpower. Um, But that offense, we we have to start there because it was a historically bad offensive performance from Miami. which, you know, I wasn't – I'm not surprised the offense struggled. Even, you know, Jakar obviously riding high off that uh, Georgia Tech game where he played so well. Um, you know, we knew the difficulty was going to ramp up uh, on Saturday. And he struggled, unsurprisingly. Um, but what was surprising, I guess, is the extent to which the offense as a whole struggled. Nothing going in the run game the entire game. Um you know, it probably could have been, you know, Jakari obviously misses a, a long throw to Xavier or Strepo on the well, second play second, of the game. That, second play, yeah. You know, if he makes that throw, that's an extra 50 yards or whatever, if he just makes that throw. So, you know, part of it was, you know, the offense has been bad all year and clearly just like has no identity or cohesion, but also part of it is obviously also starting a, a freshman, true freshman in his second career start and uh, his the struggles you expect from that. Um, so. I mean, that the offense is, it is yeah, there's not a whole lot to say at this point. We've kind of talked about it all, but what did you think? You were obviously there in Clemson. What did you think of, um, I, I want to kind of specifically focus in on Jakari because he's the, you know, he's the interesting part of this. Um, the, the thing I think we can actually learn about. How, what did you think of the way that he, We didn't you didn't talk to him after the game, uh, but no. just the way that he handled uh, that situation, the adversity, all that kind of stuff.
1: I mean, I, it's hard to say how he handled the adversity. It's Mm -hmm. easy to say that he's exactly the way I thought it would go. That is, first of all, Clemson has, you know, amazing athletes. Yes. And they're they're Even
0: without Brian Brzee, they're maybe arguably their best defensive player didn't play, but they still got four other like NFL defensive line. Oh yeah.
1: Their defense is so good and there's no way Jakari did not have a shot. And, um, you know, he, he, and my, you know, between Miami's offensive line um, just Jakari got sacked three times, but I mean, they were pressuring the whole time. He's turning sacks. He's turning
0: sacks into one yard scrambles, right? Because that's the kind of player he is.
1: He just didn't have a shot. He had one beautiful run, at least. I, I mean, he really, his running is really good, but you know, as we said last week, his throwing is, uh, is passing, excuse me, is suspect. Yeah, erratic. He, you say. and I talked about erratic is a better word. Erratic, like you were saying that he, um, he has a, we were saying he, he said he has a rocket for an arm. But, and I said, well, okay, that's great. That's nice. Yeah. But can he hit people? Can he, you know, hit his targets? And I, you know, between Clemson's defense. And Jakari really needing, obviously he's young, but he needs to improve in that area. Mm -hmm. He he has not, he's not elite at all in that area so far. So far, we've seen, he's only started two games, right? Right. Um, And he's very young, Um, but, um, you know, so as far as handling it, I think he's a a pretty mature, really good kid. And Tyler was there, Tyler Van Dyke, Mm -hmm. even though he did not play. I guess. And Jake goes in, in the fourth quarter. Um, yeah. We were wondering maybe if Jake should have gone in sooner mm-hmm. um, and, you know, it gets a touchdown. I was a little, uh, dicey, you know, we weren't sure it was a little wobbly, whatever. I mean, everybody was nervous. I mean, poor Jake got just creamed. He got oh, yeah. I mean, that's gigantic. a
0: tough, tough spot. I and mean, we talk about it all the um, time how tough it is for backup quarterbacks to come. Tough, I never yeah. try to evaluate like what a backup quarterback oh, is.
1: yeah. It wasn't warm in that
0: situation, yeah.
1: Terrible, gets thrown in at the end of the game, and down
0: big. Everyone down knows big. And, he got split. Yeah. and
1: you know what? His stats say that he fumbled again. He got killed. Did you see that sack? Yes. I mean, he got apps. I was scared for him. I thought this kid's like done, and and you know he got back up. But I felt really bad. That was kind of the end. They the, UM lost the ball and Clemson. You knew was going to pour it on. They're fighting for the the college football playoff, and you knew that. that that Davo Sweeney was going to just keep pouring
0: it on. Yeah, the um, announcers were loving Davo's kid and Kirk <laughs> Street's kid in the game. They they kept pointing him out on every uh, every snap on that last drive, oh the garbage God. time but, drive.
1: But anyway, so that you know, Jakari, he played exactly with it yeah. uh, the way I thought he would against a, an elite team.
0: Yeah, That's yeah so it. I, 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 mean, would I say, You know, it's interesting to look at how he played against Georgia Tech and how he played against Clemson because there's two obviously massively opposite sides of the spectrum. Georgia Tech. You know, not not the worst team in Power Five, right? But probably not going to make a bowl game. And Clemson, obviously, in the mix of the playoff. And you could see against a team like Georgia Tech, his like athletic excellence and natural ability, like it could take over, right? He could. They, he ran the ball so well in that game. Um, and Georgia Tech, I mean, you can see they they focused obviously they wanted to take away his running because you saw how well Jalen Knighton ran as a result. Um, whereas Clemson obviously went in with the same plan and Forget they can it. shut down everything, right? Like Forget once they it. shut down that, it was just a reminder I, that he's kind of a one, I don't want to say one dimensional I, player. Cause obviously, um, well, you know, he's thrown a couple touchdowns, but pretty close to a one dimensional player as a, yeah, as a guy who is. can run and the throw, like they, Clemson was like, all right, try to throw on us and he couldn't, I mean, he, if he, maybe if he hits that, if he hits that first throw to X, maybe things are different. Cause then you got to. I mean, you gotta maybe, you gotta
1: maybe, account maybe. for
0: it a little bit more. But once he missed that first throw, like Clemson was like, all right, just do that again. And I
1: agree. I don't I don't do even it. know how things maybe I'm being a pessimist, but I don't even think things would have been that different.
0: Yeah. Well I think I, they I, I think I, they I, probably would have still said, All right, do it again, right? Like let's see, yeah, let's see I, that then they would have, four yeah. more times. And
1: I mean to, you know, the idea that Miami got 30 yards rushing. I I now 30 yards rushing. Um, I'm looking, sorry, I'm looking at stats and that's, they lost, uh, 14 yards on, uh, sacks. Mm -hmm. Um, but come on, I, you know, forget it. You're done. If you get 30 yards rushing. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Especially when you can't throw, right? Like that was the whole, the whole promise of Jakari is you're going to at least run the ball well. And obviously that's what Mario wants to do. What Gattis wants to do. And,
1: and their um, defense does. Fight. um's defense does fight to the end i i love that yeah. i i really love that i mean cam Kinchins was totally he had a great game but he was totally bummed out yeah after the game he was he's <laughs> i think what somebody asked him what the morale of the team was and he's like what he expected to be we lost yeah. okay he he didn't say much after the game yeah um but they the defense is to be commended yeah. Um, if Miami
0: gets out. that defensive performance with the offense they had last year or the year before, they might win that game. Right. Like the defense was oh, obviously yeah. they they gave up they three might. quick touchdowns. Um, but after that, they were fantastic. Um, right. You know, they obviously were on the field a ton because Miami, they ran, I think, 19 offensive plays in the first half. Like they were um the defense has been you know it's it's interesting because we've talked so much about the underclassmen over the last few weeks here Uh um all the freshman starters and I I think it's interesting to like think about the way the defensive underclassmen and the offensive underclassmen compare because the offensive guys are kind of and maybe it's a product of just the offense has been a mess all year and like they have no cohesion um but the offensive guys like it's kind of like where you feel like, all right, good experience for these guys, right? Like Jakari, like, you know, flashes, right? Flashes. Um, the offensive lineman, good that two freshmen are starting. Like, they're, you know, they're going to be, uh, they're going to get, they're going to benefit from this. Uh, Jaleel Skinner, right? Like flashes.
1: He was another one that, um, now there was great defense on that play towards the end of the game. Oh, yeah. There was a pass that... He could have caught. Yeah. I don't know. Jeremiah something... Trotter
0: Jr. came in and kind of broke it up. But yeah, yeah probably... it was
1: broken up, but it
0: was you know it was I don't know. But, yeah. but anyway, what what I was saying is the deep difference. The offensive guys, it's all flashes. The defensive guys, like the best players on that defense are the young guys. So I I I think it's hard not to feel encouraged about the way the defense is going when you yeah. got you know if you you know you want to tell say who the if you list off the five best players in the defense you're probably saying Cam no. Kitchens. Uh, tyreek stevenson probably james williams leonard taylor daryl jackson like four of those five guys are underclassmen who will be back next year you throw in wesley the who i think has been and really wesley
1: good. and wesley yeah oh yeah um, and in wesley
0: uh, Akeem, oh, i forgot about kim mesador who is also technically he's a like third year soft you know it's weird with the coat technically a sophomore yeah. um you know could go pro could come back whatever like there there's a reasons to feel good about the defense but the offense it's been the story of the year, the, the way it has fallen off a cliff from last year. And obviously, Tyler Van Dyke's injury contributed uh, a lot. And I, I think maybe it's even like at this point kind of under discussed how much it is contributing to the offensive struggles. Um, but yeah, it, it it is not, you know, even when he was out there was not, they had some good moments, but it was not. It was clearly the weakness of this team, which is shocking considering where they were a year ago. Agree
1: on all counts. Yeah. That's all you can say.
0: Uh sounds like there's an outside chance Tyler could play this weekend. Um definitely like Mario every week kind of sounds more and more positive about. It. He's obviously keeping it close to the vest, but um last game of the season, um do you think there's a real chance he plays on Saturday? I do. Uh
1: I I got a tip last week actually. I didn't, I that they were they they were preparing to to <clears throat> do their best to start him. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, that that's before Mario even told us that. And it sounds like they are, it sounded like more than just Mario trying to have them prepare for both quarterbacks. I mean, it might end up that way. Um, yeah, I think, uh, Mario, obviously the players, uh, fans, but really wants to win this game. I really believe yeah. that. Uh, real, I mean, it's really important. To him, uh, of course, it's important for him to win every game. But and I don't think he wants to end up with a five and seven record. I think uh, he wants the players to, uh, you know, go out on top at 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 Hard Rock, which they haven't been able to do. They've lost four games in a row there. He'd yeah. like them to have another shot at a at a bowl game, even though we know it's going to be a you know lower tier bowl. But still, the kids get excited for it. Um, and it gives like uh Will Mallory said, it's not just a sudden, oh my God, like black and white, like all of a sudden they're playing and then bye-bye exit right. interviews. Goodbye. It gives them a, another month together to kind of get used to the idea that they're saying goodbye and all that stuff.
0: Yeah. I, I do not want a situation like the Florida state game. I will say that where you bring Tyler in when he's clearly not ready. Like that I'm, was, I am we don't know what happened exactly, whether it really, he looked fine. And then all of a sudden, you know, you know, you can get hurt again. Right. Like it happens. Um, But if that, I mean, he's like in a game like this, where this, this team is not really playing for much other than a bowl game, like you cannot risk a, an injury, a Rhea injury like that to your quarterback who i mean it's kind of the elephant in the room at this point is like what is going to happen to tyler after this year is he uh is he going to still try to go pro and you know settle for you know probably not a first round pick now i never really thought he was going to be a first round pick necessarily but is he going to try to go pro um is he going to come back could he transfer like that's the elephant in the room right now um you got, I mean, you got to put his, you got it. So you got to prioritize his health, but it also is benefit. you know, for the program, like you don't want to put him in a situation where he feels like he's not being protected and he wants to get out of here. Like, I mean, I, your best yeah. hope to be good next year is still him coming back.
1: Oh, absolutely. And I, I, I don't think I, I, if he thinks he's not ready or his people or whoever, yeah, you got to listen he, to him. On He's this not going to, yeah. they're not going to play him. If he thinks, but mm-hmm. I, it makes me a little concerned about him starting if he does if he does it does make me concerned i'm not convinced he's not the same thing's not going to happen i well, really it's not it's the
0: coach's responsibility to protect a player from himself right like yes you you can't feel like uh you you, you don't want to feel like you've made a bad decision to decide to play
1: I mean, I agree. I just think when you're in an actual stressful, like your body is in a stressful situation and it's it's during the game, you're mm-hmm. in, you know, in game action that it, I, I, what I'm saying is I'm sure Tyler seems, if if they're playing him, he seems fine and whatever. he seems healed, but yeah. then you get all tight. In that situation, and you and you haven't been hit. Remember, they do not tackle in right. practice. They do not tackle now at this point of the season. So, you know, once that game starts, and like I'm looking at the stats now, and Pitt um, is one of the best defenses in the nation. By the way, they're number three nationally in sacks. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, sacks per game, three number three out of like 131 teams. They're yeah. eighth in rushing defense, eighth. Okay. And sixteenth in total defense. Yeah. I mean, I th- you think they're not going to be blitzing and coming after um, Tyler or whomever? And, it like it scares it. me. It scares me. One hard hit on his shoulder or whatever. I don't know. I don't know if it's the right decision if yeah. they do start him. But I, what am I? What? It's not for me to say. I guess. Yeah,
0: it's it's different now too than it was the Florida State game. But it was not a fair situation for Jake and Jakari to be in either. When you when you for play sure. a quarterback who's at risk of re-injury. Oh. Um, and you have to get thrust into that. Obviously, it's different now Absolutely. that Jakari has real experience, um, right? Yeah, it, it was. I mean, the Florida State game was a mess for so many reasons, but um, Ty, the the Tyler situation was definitely part of it. I mean, I would, I hope he's good enough to play and play well we and do. all that because I like watching him play, and we haven't seen him in a while. Yeah. And and I think Miami has to feel like they don't know what their offense is right now in, in some ways um you know obviously everyone's going to get reevaluated at the end of the year including josh gaddis and part of what josh gaddis is going to say is i was missing a top 10 quarterback in the country for half the season like what, what do you want from me um <laughs> it would be good to see two more games from tyler in this offense and see what they can actually do um so yeah if he hopefully, if, he, if, hopefully he's able to play this weekend and lead him to a if, bowl game and play again in the bowl game
1: if tyler you know, if we learn whether he's coming back, right? Or not, that's then that's if he's the Not other coming back, then maybe he doesn't play in the bowl game if they win. So I, you know, that. Yeah, that can and if they know
0: well. he's not coming back, then it doesn't even make sense for him to play, right? Like if if they have a feeling he's going to go pro or he's got a
1: yeah right. transfer
0: or something, like then play your Like it, it right. there's a lot that I would think Mario has a better grasp of than we do um, on stuff like that, or I would hope he does at least. Mm-hmm. Um, that that would go into I think influencing the quarterback decision for for this weekend and like you said, potentially a bowl game as well. Uh, okay. So it's senior day. Obviously also, uh, I wrote about, uh, something obviously you're writing about in your advance too. That'll be up probably around this time. Most of you people are listening to this. I wrote about them on Tuesday, mm-hmm. a group of seniors that has been through a lot in their Miami career. Um, I, I looked it up. Wayman Steed, who is the, uh, most <sighs> experienced player on the roster, a sixth year senior, um, who's been at Miami all six years. He, uh, didn't sign, but orally committed to Miami when, Al Golden was the coach. So that is how long some of these guys wow. have been around the program. Um, obviously the the group of the him and and the class uh, a year after him, which is like Will Mallory, John Campbell, um Gilbert Frierson, obviously the, those DJ Scave, DJ Scave, DJ Ivy, I think are the the five left from that class. Uh, those guys have played for three coaches. Um I know like senior day it's like a you know, like it's a cliche, right? Send it to the seniors with a win, but but I, I do kind yes. of like think this this senior class kind of deserves it for all they've been through.
1: Oh, oh, for sure. I I, I mean, I agree. And it's always an emotional day for them. It is, it yeah. is. And I and I and Mario knows that. I mean, right. he's, you know, he's like a he, he knows that. It's very important to the players. Our families come, uh, you know, and and they get introduced to whatever on the field before the game. And, uh, it's sad for them because again, if they, it's a weird, it has to be like a, almost like a sad moment, nostalgic moment. I don't know. I, it's just that they, when they run through the smoke, they know everything's the last time. And I guarantee that there are going to be a lot of tears after this game, uh, if they lose. If they yeah. lose a lot of tears, there's going to be a lot of tears. And and maybe if they win, there'll be tears. You know, it's just a lot of emotions. And um, I agree, they, they deserve it. And God knows how many fans are going to be there. But at least it's an 8 o'clock, an 8 p.m. kick. Um, you know, it's on ACC Network for people who want to know how to get it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, which i, th- yeah, I think comcast. means a lot of
0: a lot of our listeners including myself do not get that channel because we're xfinity subscribers
1: oh i'm comcast so i i get it but i'll be there so um anyway uh yeah it's they deserve it i hope they they have a good game uh pittsburgh's good pittsburgh has already qualified pittsburgh has won three games in a row david um yeah. and they're seven and four overall um so they're coming in you know they're 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 feeling strong and good the thing is that they um, have already qualified for their bowl right so yeah. this game is not let's I don't know
0: yeah Pitt is kind of interesting because remember last year I mean this last year this was one of the games games of the year in the ACC uh, yeah. Miami uh Tyler Van Dyke Kenny Pickett in an absolute shootout um and Kenny Pickett was
1: great but he threw at least one pick Yes, a I know he did one or two, and and Tyler was. Tyler I think James
0: Williams had an inter, a clutch interception in that game, if I remember correctly.
1: All I know is Tyler was amazing. Yeah, and they came back. I had, there were some good Pitts. Oh my God, there's some good Pittsburgh games the last several years. Really, yeah. Won. Well, I
0: mean, the the they ended Miami's undefeated run in in uh, 2017. Yeah. Kenny Pickett, I believe it was Kenny Pickett's first start.
1: I think uh, it was. That game. Yes, yeah. it yeah. was. That was really cool, and I remember uh, in Pitt. Of course, this is here, but in Pitt, snow and uh, uh, the the UM players with their uh, bare chested, going out with no no tops at all, warming up in the snow in the cold, throwing the ball around. It was really funny, and they mm. won. They won that game.
0: Um, but anyway, uh, it's it's interesting. That game was such a shootout last year, and then you saw yeah. both teams come back this year and t- try to totally change their offensive identity. Um, Pitt obviously loses Kenny Pickett, bringing Keaton Slavis from USC, who has thrown more interceptions and touchdowns this year,
1: and lost, um, 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 Addison,
0: yeah, and Jordan Addison, obviously, Jordan Addison? The transfer portal. Yeah. Um, and so, they've just become this power running team, which is obviously that's Pat Narduzzi's like MO. That's what you know, it was an outlier for him to have that, uh, high powered, uh, high octane offense last year. And but they made the pivot well. Uh, Israel have a Abakanda, I believe, is how you pronounce the last name. Yep, um, that's right. Thirteen hundred yards already this year. One of the best running backs, you know, all conference oh, type guy. One of um, yeah, the best,
1: country. Yeah, and I,
0: Miami. Miami tried to do the same pivot this year, and it just hasn't worked. And obviously, the injuries, like I said, are, are part of it. But it's interesting to see that Pitt flipped its identity, and and you know, seven wins now. Obviously, looking for eight. Um, I think they've underachieved as well for a team that started the year in the top twenty-five. But um, they've at least like they they figured out an identity and, and stuck to it and it's worked. And Miami just hasn't had uh, hasn't done that this year, but also hasn't had the luxury to do that this year because of the injury. So it'll be. Um, I think it's an interesting. Obviously, Pitt and Miami feels like are always, like you said, playing big games and relatively evenly matched. Um, so I think it's a good final measuring stick for this team. Uh, obviously like we said if they win they make a bowl but it's a it's a good measuring stick for for mario and gaddis and and what these guys are trying to do that if if they can win a game like this you know honestly a win would would be my miami's best win of the year
1: yeah it would be really big what a nice way to go out I guess they
0: haven't now i think about it they not i don't know what southern miss has done but they haven't beaten a team that's gonna make a bowl game all year Man,
1: i didn't think about that one that's going to have to be my gamer possible. Southern
0: Miss might technically I, they I think they have enough wins, um, but yeah, wow. it's, I don't yeah, know how I that, think about it. That's kind well, of interesting. Southern Miss five yeah. and six, so they, they got to win this weekend to make a bowl. Obviously, wow, uh, Virginia and Virginia Tech are not kind of make a bowl game, um, well, and then Bethune Cookman is. So Miami has not beaten a team that's going to qualify for a bowl game this year. So
1: hey, don't say uh, it any more times because I gotta put that in my story.
0: There you go. They, they got <laughs> like that's good. Could be easily their biggest win of the year, which um you yeah, know, that that's another component of it.
1: Really true. And by the way, I, upon uh, I think, unless I have it spelled wrong. Um, and I might uh he he has eight 100 yards game uh, yeah. eight 100 yard games. He leads the nation in touchdowns. uh Is second in the nation in all purpose yards, 168.6 a game, and he's second in the nation in rushing touchdowns with 18. Yeah, and he's sixth in rushing yards per game, 132. So yeah, I it's mean, an
0: old school pit team. It's a pit team you're used to seeing. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously that's kind of what Miami wants to do too. And they just, they just haven't been able to do that this year. And,
1: but by, by the way, uh, and you know, the ESPN FPI, mm-hmm. you know, the, the football power index, yeah. and they give you all the percentages they give Miami. I looked it up last night, a 44.6% chance to win Saturday. That sounds about
0: right to me. Slight yeah. underdogs, right?
1: I, I, I would say, I would say yeah. so. Yeah.
0: Um, the so. importance of a bowl game, obviously it's the hot topic this time of year, every year, uh, do you, do you buy into like uh, you need the extra practices all that like well, what, I what do? how important is the ball is making a bowl for this team
1: I do I, I for every reason I, I for the uh well uh, unless they lose again i, I that's a problem I making, they always
0: seem to lose these games <laughs> they
1: always seem to lose I mean, the thing is d- making a bowl game to me is important um it's really good for morale for the program it's good for recruits to see i mean god if they finish 5 and 7 i don't know i know mario's a great recruiter and stuff mm-hmm. uh, um it's uh they get the extra practices in and it's not by the way it's not like 15 extra practices okay it's if there really is no NCA rule as far as I know on practices and what happens is because the kids have off because the kids are studying for finals because all this stuff happens they usually only get believe it or not like a week
0: yeah a week week and a I mean, half when the game falls. yeah
1: they don't get many, many practices but the point is they get it and they and the young recruits can come watch practices they let them come and stand on the sideline mm-hmm. you know and um it gets it's like exciting again and they go get their little bowl. It's fun for the kids. It's really, I, I, I think it's a nice experience. The problem is that they just lose all the time. Right. So, and you and I have been there. We right, we're at the Independence Bowl at the whatever, and it's a pinstripe
0: bowl. These, these, and the bowl losses tend to be oh, pretty bad. Like they're oh, like, a
1: oh, horrible, like every,
0: horrible. and yeah. So you, you think about how the, the last couple of bowl games have gone for Miami? Last year canceled for COVID. Uh, the year yeah. before, Derek King gets hurt. Um,
1: right.
0: The year before that is that's the Independence Bowl. Danny does gets fired the next day. Um, oh, the year before that is the Pinstripe Bowl oh. where Mark Rick retires the next day. Oh, that
1: was just God. Do you remember that nicosi Perry fiasco? Yeah, like
0: the, the bowl oh, games I'm have bad. been like bad for Miami. They've been net, net negatives, I would say, over the last couple of They've years.
1: They've been negatives, but you gotta maybe the negatives will end. Yeah,
0: exactly. Finish. You you can't you can't uh, like you can't just assume that because it's gone bad poorly in the past yeah. it's gonna go poorly again so i i think the bowl is important i think obviously the practice stuff is important um but i think i think mario needs to like you need to show some sign of pride i mean it like like you said he's keeping this recruiting class together for the most part How, what would five and seven do to it um i don't know but i know that um seven and five with a win against I mean, it's not going to be anyone important. It's It's, better. It's better. It's It's better.
1: But David also like for this game coming up, this one right now, it would be really important to, for the, again, those young players, you know, for them to show that there's there's hope for the future. Right.
0: Exactly. Like a win. Like like, just winning this game would be like the, the most positive thing Mario Cristobal can point to from on field this year,
1: at least for um, a month,
0: which is important. Yeah, exactly.
1: Or plus Um, whatever. So
0: yeah yep. and yeah with, with so many young guys I mean every game matters too like it's every every game is another post. chance to evaluate and as Mario is trying to reshape this team this offseason um we've already had four guys go in the transfer portal it might be another couple before uh this post oh, yeah. like that would not be surprising um every game is you know if you get to the bowl game and uh I don't know someone you don't expect to all of a sudden looks like a, a future starter. It shapes what you feel like you need to do in the portal. Like the, like every game is a, it's a chance to evaluate. Really and um, for a first year coach, it's much better to have uh, 13 games to look at than it is to have 12. It's an extra and I can't and maybe football to look at.
1: agree. And, in, and maybe in closing, I would say that I, I feel for Mario <laughs> because these next few weeks, I mean, not only are there going to be a, he's going to have to be meeting with everybody and a ton of guys are going to go in the transfer portal, but he's got to uh, keep his eye with um, Alonzo Highsmith. Thank God for Alonzo. I think, Mm -hmm. you know, seeing the other side of it, right. Who's entering the portal. He's got a lot of uh, figuring out and shuffling and stuff to do and planning for a game. And yeah, I mean, he usually gets what, Four, four and a half hours of sleep a night, maybe I think his wife told me that maybe now it'll be like three and a half yeah yeah
0: it's gonna be busy i mean we 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 yeah. the, the portal is uh like you said it's it's going to be they're gonna have to add a lot to it, but as Mario said on Monday like they're also kind of like telling kids who are uh maybe don't have a future role here so like the there's gonna be a big a lot of a big exodus. Mm-hmm. as well that you know some of it might be guys that mario wishes he could keep but but a lot of it is going to be just uh kind of culling the roster and and bringing in uh improvements he hopes uh in the summer yeah he, he the, the portal in his first off season was i'd say a little bit of a mixed bag i think pretty much every one of those guys he got has been a contributor okay. um mesador has been looks like a star um but he you know obviously they needed more <laughs> it kind of feels like now like they could probably use another receiver like um there's, there's a couple spots where uh they're gonna have to do a i think a better job in the portal uh this off season if if the team wants to uh get back to to really contending um and then like we said tyler van Dyke is that's that we we ha- really don't have a sense of what his thought process is right now uh whether he's going to come back transfer or go pro and that'll that'll determine a lot of about what this team can be uh, in the immediate future. Um, anyway, uh, we're just about out of time. So let's wrap up there. Uh, you can follow Susan on Twitter at S Miller Degnan. Uh, she'll have your preview probably up uh, by the time you're listening to this. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at DB Wilson 2 uh, We'll both be at Hard Rock Stadium on Saturday for the final regular season game for the Miami Hurricanes. And they hope it will not be the final game for the 2022 <laughs> season. Uh, we'll see if they can qualify for a bowl game. We'll get. We'll be back next week to to wrap up uh, the regular season and maybe, maybe, maybe talk about some possible bowl destinations. We'll see.
1: Would love uh, that. Anyway, yes. happy Thanksgiving to all. Thank you for uh, everything, and I'm thankful for everything.
0: <laughs> all right, thanks everyone. Uh, we'll talk to you guys next week.